first time hearing that uh we actually sort of heard that a little bit during the last snafu podcast that never happened that's Mm -hmm. the reason we've gone so long without content yeah so i think the thing that i learned when i was making that i thought short and sweet was better but i think getting full sentences in is the move so but i did get in a good habit of like cutting things for the intro this last time around um so i'm gonna keep doing that and we'll have a refreshed intro every i don't know I don't want to commit to anything, but yeah, every, every, every every so often. Mm-hmm. Every new season. Sure, yeah. The good news Ooh, is yeah. we get to deem what is a new season. Yeah. <laughs> is this season three? No, no, no. We're still in season <laughs> three. <laughs> Unless <laughs> season two, well, this could be season three. Season two was like the writer's strike shortened season. Right, yeah. <laughs> but there's no writers here. I don't even remember. I think we only, I think we only had like quote-unquote four episodes in, in season two or yeah, something who knows? Or like season one had 30 I, I don't what episode is this Do, what, 36 th- that's impressive that you know that. 90 percent sure how many times have you recorded episode 36 just this is the second time oh, okay yeah <laughs> so Luckily. so yeah so let's just address the elephant in the room right off the gate uh we did record an episode a couple of weeks ago and we had some we had a snafu. We'll yeah, call technical it. difficulties on my on my part. I'll own that one. Uh, not necessarily. We're still. We're not. We're, look, we're a brewery that likes to record a podcast, right? We're yeah. Not a, we're not a media company. Yeah, uh, it is what it is. But we like to have some fun with it, and and uh, we'll, we'll we hopefully will have uh, some up updated equipment and some other stuff to where we'll be able to put out a more superb sounding product. Uh, here in the future, which which we're excited about, but uh, here's the thing. So we're sitting down here today. So I've got uh, Chase, Chad, uh, PNP, Danny with me, um, and we don't have an agenda. We don't we don't have a beer we're going to talk about. We've released some beers that we could talk about. Uh, we've released our our uh, seltzer. We've released Bella. Um, we could volume talk about three. those. Yeah, record hop volume three. Um, but I don't, I don't really want to do that today. All I want to do is give kind of um, a, a post-stay-at-home order uh, state of the union, right? State of the business here. Um, a team update and, um, and just let people know that we're here and 
Uh, we're trying to navigate this new normal. We're trying to figure out what this looks like. Um, we're optimistic. We're excited. The business is, is doing well. Um, but I, don't, I also don't want to try to polish something up that it's not, right? This is weird for everyone. This is a hard time for everyone. Nobody feels like they're getting accurate information when they're getting it. Uh, and, uh, you know, nobody really knows what to believe anymore. And so we're all just trying to figure out this together. Uh, the one thing that I know Sonder Brewing can agree upon, every person in this building, uh, and hopefully all of our listeners can agree upon, is um, we believe that uh, in this really weird time, you, you talk about COVID, you talk about the social issues in our world. Uh, the one thing we all can agree on is love is greater than hate, and that's where we stand, and we uh, we'll continue to be that, and we will continue to uh, welcome everyone into the doors of here to uh, enjoy, a, hopefully, good company and uh, good beer. And so I just wanted to sit down today and have the four of us just just riff it, just uh, off the cuff. How's everything for you been, Justin, since we've been back open? That's oh, weird, man. It's mm-hmm. super weird. Um, I don't... Uh, I think the... The hard part for me right now is all of the uncertainty. You know, we talked about in year one not being able to have a baseline, so not being able to forecast anything. Let's just pretend like we'll never have a baseline. Dude, we, we, were, won't. we were there, right? We, we were, we we were, were finally we, able to feel like we were accurately forecasting. Yeah. And now we're right back to where we were, but for different reason. Let's emotionally hedge and, <laughs> <laughs> and just pretend, act like we'll never have a baseline. Uh, yeah, it's true. And, I, and, I, and look, I can get around that, right? I can get by all of that. Um, but uh, I think the hard part for me emotionally is uh, how divisive the world seems today. And uh, that's really hard for me. That's so not who, my, who I am. That's not my personality. Um, and that's been a challenge for me personally. I know that's not exactly what you asked, but... Um, from a business perspective, um, we're very blessed. We're, we're, we're incredibly blessed. I, I love how the community has gotten behind us. And um, hopefully people see how we're continuing to give that back to the community and how we're going to continue to try that. So from a business perspective, I'm optimistic. I know that we'll get through this. And I know that we have a great team in place. Uh, from a personal perspective, uh, it's just really hard for me right now to navigate uh, how weird and odd the world is. Thanks for asking. For sure. Uh, so let's dive in. I, I have some stuff for each of you that I, I would just like for our... Uh, I know some of this. I, I don't know all of this, so I would love to just hear from all of you and for our listeners to hear. Um, Danny, from, from your perspective, uh, how do you think consumers are reacting to all of the change uh, and from a brand perspective, how has Sonder played into that, right? So when I say all of the change, obviously, if you came into our tap room today, you would see our tables are fewer and they're further apart. And we have a lot more outside and less inside. And everyone is wearing masks. And it's just a, it's, it's what we're all calling the new normal for now and, until we know otherwise. What's your perspective of that from the, from the consumer and then also from the brand? 
it's been going so well. You know, prior to all this, we would get, you know, a couple Google reviews, a couple Facebook recommendations here and there. But we had our sales and marketing meeting, and I always go over, like, hey, these are the reviews that we got on our beer. These are the reviews that we got on our tap room, on our business and whatnot. We had 10 five-star reviews this past month. And That's incredible. I know. It, it, shout out to our tap room team, you know, Jess Haley, Jess Haley, Tim, and everyone down. They're really crushing it, man. They take everything very seriously. Which is good because it means that everyone's having a safe experience. And I think that goes much farther than just individual experiences. I think that people talk and people... Sometimes you only get one shot at someone coming to your tap room, right? But through all this, if you come to our tap room, you've had a very safe experience. You've been able to come in. You're six feet away from everyone, whether you're sitting or standing. Um, you're able to order food uh, while you're at your table. You're able to come to a six-foot distance line to order your beer. You're having a very good experience, and that's something that will bring people back, but then it also allows people to be like, hey, I went to Sounder Brewing, had a great experience. If you're worried about going out and having a beer somewhere and being really worried about not having that luxury of, you know, being socially distant and whatnot. So for me, it's been great um, just monitoring the feedback from online on the taproom. But then also I think the social response has been really great because of how good our sales team has been throughout the entire shutdown and even through all this reopening. They've been very good about making sure our beer is always in stock. Um, They visit all their accounts and really just partner well with all of our retail partners, which is super cool because it means that I'm able to really lean into some of our social posts and advertising and whatnot and be comfortable knowing that, oh, like we are going to have product in the market and our fans can go to their favorite beer spot and get our beer and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's great. I, I feel like I'm just... I always joke that my job is largely highlighting how talented our team is, and that's only continued throughout all of this. And it makes my job really easy. The negative feedback's been almost none. Uh, every, everyone has a few comments here and there of people who, you know, feel like we're treating them like children, or you know, we don't actually have to wear masks. Well, it's like. For every one of those people, there's a hundred that are just thrilled that we're putting in the effort and really committing to having a safe place. But then also when our sales team is selling and whatnot, they're partnering with their retail locations to make sure that they're doing everything they can as well. So it it couldn't have gone better. I'm thrilled with how everything's going. It makes my job really easy. Awesome. So so how has, how do you think that has impacted or the experience in the tap room has impacted the Sonder brand. Do you think, do you think, so said differently, um, do you think that the brand itself, so not, not our beer, right? We know about our product. Um, mm-hmm. and, and hopefully everyone listening has tried and knows our product and, and knows that that can stand on itself, right? For sure. We, I've mentioned on record multiple times that I believe that to be wildly successful in the model in which we are trying to do you have to have a good brand, good beer, good distribution, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get to the distribution piece um, and the beer piece. But from a brand perspective, um, I, I, I mean, I'll, I'll lean in. Obviously, I'm biased. But I believe that our brand has taken a positive bump from all of this because of what you just said, right? Because mm-hmm. of there are positive reviews. There are people who understand 
what we're trying to do. At, look, at the end of the day, it's, I, I mentioned love is greater than hate, right? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, there are people who are just uh, hurt or, or unhealthy or they have hate in their heart for whatever reason. We're never going to be able to keep those people happy. But my hope is that people understand that what we're trying to do or what we're doing is because nobody know. Again, I, I, I let off by saying there's a lot of people who don't know what's real and what isn't. Myself included, right? None of us, you're getting misinformation or different information all over the place. Mm -hmm. And so what we're trying to do is be as respectful to to everyone as we can to know that there there are many people who are, are very, very understandably worried and scared but want some normalcy in their life. And mm-hmm. so from my perspective, I feel like our brand is is positive because of that. Well, that's what, that's what we're providing as well we're you know we're following the orders from the people who are making the judgment calls who right. know the facts behind it and that's all we can do right now and you know it's unfortunate that you know too much of the socio-political views get involved into it but as a company and a organization we are doing what we feel is 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 best for our team our in-house team especially our front of house who have done a fantastic job but also our you know obviously our customers that come in yeah it's, yeah, it's, we're under the same we're under the same uh, protocols as our customers. We we can't go into the tap room without mask on, right? Well, right. But but what I'm getting at is is there are things we've leaned into that aren't sure. required. Exactly. Right. That's where that's kind of where I was getting. Where you know we we are going we're doing more than the minimum. Yep. And you know part of that is we don't. We're not saying that we're okay going to the tap room. We're okay going to the bathroom without having a mask on as well. Right. We're taking, uh, you know, going above and beyond that. I went downstairs to grab a beer before we started podcasting, and I, I got to the threshold of the door and go, oh, I forgot my mask. Yep. And uh, came back upstairs, grabbed my mask, and we don't have an elevator. It's a lot of steps. <laughs> <laughs> and I've, I've put on the COVID-15, so I've got a, you know, a couple more pounds coming up the steps. <laughs> It's funny too, Justin, you talk about the brand, right? And I think a lot of people assume that, you know, our small but mighty three-person marketing team is the one that controls the brand, but that's a, that's a, every single person in this organization is involved with our brand and they represent our brand, whether it be in the tap room, out in distribution, whether you're selling beer, delivering beer, uh, whether you're merchandising beer. And, you know, I think we're... I'm seeing awesome numbers on social media, no matter what metric you're looking at. And I think a lot of that has to do with, there's a number of things that we've strategically chosen to do right. So I think home delivery was a great trial for a lot of people who hadn't tried us before, because we're always finding out that, you know, even people in our backyard don't know who we are yet. We're a year and a half old startup, right? So that was a great trial and people have stuck with us. There's also just this trajectory of our distribution grows every day. We, I'm sure Chad will um, speak to this, and I don't want to steal his thunder, but our sales team does better every month, you know? So just having brand awareness continues to add to those numbers as well. And I think everyone, when you speak about Sonder, everyone's just so excited about it. So whenever you're touching a bartender or a delivery driver or a salesperson or a marketing person, everyone's just so thrilled about this company that that gets relayed to them. And it's just a lot of things are coming together. It's a trajectory that we were on prior to COVID and we're just building from there, right? I think a lot of things are really just going our way 
based on having incredible product from Chase's team, having an incredibly talented sales team that Chad manages. You know, Jen, Katie, and I are doing everything we can to support the taproom, the sales team, the production team, and it all comes from the top down from you as well, you know? So I think brand management sounds like a marketing thing, and it totally is, but it touches everyone, and I think that even just sitting in our sales and marketing meeting today, it feels like that meeting gets bigger every single time we have it, which is so much fun. It's exciting to add people to the team page on the website and whatnot. And it, it, it's more than just myself, Jen and Katie. It's literally everyone building this brand and it's exciting to see from the outside looking in as the person that does get to monitor the social media and the Google account and all that stuff. And I can't attribute it to one thing or even two things. Like it's just all of the things that we do build onto that. And it's a lot of fun to see. Love it. Love it. I agree. So we've teased this now a few times, Chad, why don't you give us an update? Uh, what does how, well, a, how has this impacted our outside sales? So, so what, what maybe looks different today than it did March 1st? Uh, and and what what are we doing now to to continue the momentum into the new normal? Right. Um, so when we were you know beginning of March, we were on a trajectory to uh, really start setting some some pretty high goals for our team. Um, then obviously everything happens on March 16th and then we live in the unknown until, well, we're still in the unknown, but things, still there. Yeah. Still there. But it's funny we that least, we all know that date as well. I, know. I, I had to pull that out. I'll never forget it. I had to pull it out uh, two days ago or three or, Oh, I was, I was uh, on my ride along with JP and one of his uh, accounts was like, yeah, the shutdown, whenever that happened in March. And I was like, March 16th. I know Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm familiar with the date. Yeah. yeah. I can tell you exactly where I was. Yeah. Um, leaving a team event when we found that out no but it was you know we we did what we had to do you know danny refer uh, referenced the home delivery um but coming out of it now our, our team is is back to full full strength we have actually uh brought on some new team members in the last couple of weeks which is really fun to see that that expansion uh you talked about our, our sales and marketing meeting growing because we've uh we brought some more people upstairs we've got new delivery drivers and you know they're they're out there crushing it and getting uh they're kind of drinking from the fire hose right now because on top of this we're also setting some record numbers and so it's not dip your toe in and here's some deliveries and you know go see a couple places it's your truck's full buddy you got to get out there and move and, and wh- so so why mm-hmm. right so I, I think a lot of people you know we we I'll just let everyone kind of under the tent a little bit under the hood here. Uh, before we go on air, we're, we're trying to um, try to figure out, you know, what how, how do we present this conversation? What does this conversation look like? Right. Um, I think everybody's in a different situation. Everyone, right? Uh, our normal doesn't look like another restaurant or another brewery. Their, sure. their normal is different. Um, I, we were, as a company, we were, as you mentioned, setting lofty goals and, and growing exponentially. And, and that's no secret, right? That's all public numbers in, in mm-hmm. terms of our, our volume, and it will be for this year as well. Um, why or, or, you know, the easy answer is everybody's at home, they're drinking more beer. Right. Right. Um, 
what have we been able to do as a sales team to to maintain the fact that Sonder is in people's fridge? Other than the beer's really good, yeah. right? Um, so I think part of that is what Danny referenced when we talked about home delivery. We were able to expose our brand to so many people and the the four of us sitting around this table and the other folks that did it came back every day and they'd have stories where I've never had your beer before, but this gave me an opportunity to try it and I think it was really cool that I could have it delivered to my house. So we were able to pick up you know some fans here and there by doing those deliveries. Uh, I also think that the talent on our team and the way that they've handled the uh, this this pandemic right we're we're trying to be respectful when we go into accounts we're following all of their protocols we aren't um we aren't pushing things that we shouldn't be we understand that everyone is working under uncertain times and we're not uh yeah just to chime in you guys you know we were right away from the beginning our one of our priorities was getting the old beer back for sure I mean that's that, that's a great call out, Chase. Yeah, you know that was that was something that we did back. Uh, that was what mid May mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. when 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 the governor started allowing bars to open back up. We put in a we implemented a program where we started swapping out any old beer and replace it with a new keg. Yeah, so we were able to you know look at potentially old beer that was in the market and go out there and and swap it out for fresh beer because one of the, one of the pillars that we stand on is quality. And we want to make sure that any time a customer has an experience with a Sonder beer, it's represented the way the company wants it to be. As much as we can control that, right? Yes. Yeah. That was a huge concern of mine is that, you know, establishments are starting to get open and, you know, they're they're struggling and they just, you know, want to start making money again. And then, you know, the consumers are getting product that's been sitting around for three months tapped and that just tastes like garbage. So, And, yeah. and that's something, I, I mean, we kind of talked about that during... I think one of the podcasts we had during the shutdown was, was kind of addressing that and talking yeah. through a little bit of that. For me, I, I would much rather, I'd much rather make a, a business decision versus a financially driven decision. Right. Um, and, and that was based on that pillar of quality. That was a, I'm actually really proud of, of the team here at Sonder because that was something – Man, every single person was in the boat on that decision. Yeah, yeah that was a no-brainer. Yeah, and everyone felt that way. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, and I try to use the word when we talk about our accounts. I try to use the word partner instead of customer or client. Right. right. That's right. They are. They are. Chad, you hit it on the nose there. Yeah. I, I was gonna. I was gonna wait until you were done, but you you said the word partner. So I did a ride along with one of our sales reps on Wednesday, and he's a salesperson. But I'd almost argue that, you know. You have to go into a new account and sell, right? But it's partnering. That's what I felt like I saw literally all day was he'd go into an account, say hi to the person that he knows the name of the buyer, and it was just like, and he would go check the shelf himself or, you know, wait at the bar and to, like, check the status of a keg. And it was just like, do you need anything? Or, like, I think you need this. It, it wasn't as much selling as much as, as more as it was. Consultative. Yeah, just being yeah. a consultant. Is that a word? Is consultative a word? It is. Can you confirm that? I need a fact check on this. This is one of those situations where he's so confident that I believe him. I, I, <laughs> consultative? I think, I think Chad knows what he's saying. I guess. Yeah, it's confident. It's impressive, man. Your team is always very impressive to me. It's well, I thought it, you were going to say consultative was no. impressive. Keep going. Sorry. No, yeah, keep no going. your team always impresses me. And it, relationship building is not 
easy. It's not something that comes naturally to everyone. Yet, whenever I speak with your team or even my day spent with JP on Wednesday, like just seeing his relationship with all the buyers was so cool, and like his way to navigate the different ways people buy beer was so cool. And your team partners with our retail partners incredibly well. It's awesome to see. Deck on it. And I think that comes down to oh, a, a word. It's a word. It's definitely a word. It's Dude, an you, adjective you, intended to give professional advice or recommendations. Dude, he oh, was, he, so it fits exactly what I was saying. <laughs> Dude, he was so confident. It had like, I, I would have bet money it was a word, just yeah. based on Chad's confidence. Yeah. That's all uh, it takes, huh? Pretty much, okay. yeah. Noted. If, if you do something very confident in front of me, I'll believe you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what, uh, continue with your consultative feedback. Here. Yeah. So, you know, we do have – we have numbers that we have to hit every month, and you know there are the, the pressures of running the business. By the way, I, I just want to caveat all this. We're all like we're we're all very optimistic. We're happy. Things yeah. are going well. This is not all puppies and rainbows. No, right? this is still not. This is still not where we would have been. I don't think if everybody weren't required to wear masks and they could go out and, and COVID had never happened. Right. I, For I just sure. want to caveat all of that. That that. We understand all of the, tr- the, the trials and tribulations and the struggles. Um, all we're doing, Danny, you, you mentioned a comment, I think, either off air or right when we started, that, that really where we're at is the same trajectory as if COVID hadn't happened as a company. Um, we're just trying to navigate through and different st- numbers. And, st- right? and still even at a percentage of that, too, exactly, because we're still yep. in it, right? You know? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Sorry to cut you off, no, Chad. I just, I just wanted to say yeah, that. Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, but, you know, we still have our business numbers that we have to hit. But, you know, Daniel and Justin, you know, talking about coming from the top down, it's still uh, – it's not cutthroat sales, right? There is still this understanding that we have partnerships outside. We don't have customers. They're not cash registers. They are partners, right? And, you know, being able to – work inside that environment with my team makes makes it very easy for them and their personalities fit that we don't we don't go push a brand because we need to move beer or move a certain beer right we sell what fits that partner um so you can you can kind of join and you can sit down and have a conversation and we were talking today in our meeting that you know we've had a lot of partners come into the tap room and, and check it out. Uh, we're planning on doing some bringing back Saunders field trips, and we're going to go meet some some other uh, go to some other places and do some things safely. Of safely. course, <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, which will require you know at, at first it'll be places that have a bigger venue that we can right. socially distance, but you know we'll we'll get we're going to try to hit them all. Yeah, um, yeah your your team doesn't. Your team doesn't walk into accounts and try and overly sell, you know? No. Like, that's what, that's, that, that also helps when you have really good product, too. Exactly. Which we'll get to in just a minute. They're, yeah. they're not dropping 10 cases of something just for the sake of getting a sale and then not ever worrying about that account 10 weeks later. No. Like, they're not pushing for a third or fourth handle or whatever it is just for the sake of getting a keg sale. They're partnering with the retail partner and... Uh, working with them to do what's best for them. Yeah, um, I, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I, I agree, and you know, it, it kind of bites you at the end because if you're overselling and you know these establishments are sitting on all these cases of product, then it's 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 going bad. It's going you know it's getting old and it's sitting there aging out. It's and, not efficient. No, and you know, 
it, it, it wouldn't make sense because, you know, we have a implement uh, plan of uh, where the sales guys are also checking dates on the cans and make sure that all of our product is fresh out in the market and that product is sitting out there getting old. So if they do oversell, it's just going to come back, you know, to bite them in the, in, in the it ass. It always comes because, back around. Yeah, so it's going to be product coming back and being like, well, you know, obviously there was a mistake that, that happened there that you oversold this. You know, you know, these guys weren't able to, uh, to push this product out. And, you know, yes, it could obviously fall on uh, the establishment, but sales guys also have to have that kind of in, in their field of sight as well. For sure. For, for sure. So, Chase, continue on that a little bit. Um, how, how, has, how has this impacted you and your team? Um, and, and what are we – has it changed – SOPs has it changed your your team at all or is it for you guys in terms of production is it just business as usual um business as usual for the most part to be honest with you i mean when you're dealing in a production environment um and to have you know high quality standards of cleanliness in the beginning makes it easier uh you know Ben Ramsey, one of our great brewers here, um, you know, uh, might have some health issues. And he was the last guy that I brought on because of that fact. And I always made sure that he felt comfortable coming back. And he's like, absolutely. Like, you know, this place is the cleanest brewery probably in the state of Ohio. Um, so that that helps, you know, with us. You know, as, as I just would never want anybody to come back to work feeling uneasy or uncomfortable with what's going on in the situation. For sure. Um um, but yeah, but as far as actual production goes, it's it's crazy. You know, we've we we were at capacity. I mean, during the during the couple of months of of COVID, I halted all production. I furloughed my entire team, and at the end of it, I, I brought Jeff Parker back for canning days. Um, but at the end of it, when it's all said and done, and the dust settled, we we sold two hundred and you know fifty barrels of beer. Each month, which is, you know, it's probably more than 50% of the breweries out there that they produce an- annually. So, you know, we're very fortunate uh, that we have our cam line installed in place, and it's a high-quality cam line, and, and uh, uh, that we're still able to, to push package out. Um, and I, I would say that would, from my perspective, you, you tell me if I'm wrong, from my perspective, knowing the mix, uh, the only thing I think that has flipped a little bit due to all of this is that that skew into cans is is greater than oh, yeah. what I think it would have been if every place was still open for draft, right? So it has yeah. changed our our packaging schedule, I think, mm-hmm. a little bit from my perspective. Absolutely, but. yeah. We've, I mean, and you've had to add team members. Because yeah, of that. yeah. Prior to, I mean, we were at you know like seventy five percent draft, and now that's just swung completely over to you know close to eighty uh, percent can, you know, can, uh, cans. So. Uh, and the the can line is is great, but it does it, it it takes more physical labor to do. So yeah, we've brought um, Dylan on, who was a, a delivery driver for us. A great young kid, a lot of enthusiasm, and a, a really hard worker. Um, he's now on the packaging team. Under, questionable under dance Jeff moves. Swing. He has questionable dance moves. I've never seen him dance. Yeah, I haven't either. Have I, you? I, I saw him. I saw him getting after a little bit during the during one of the can runs. <laughs> um, 
Did you know that? Did he know that you were watching him? No, absolutely not. This will be the first time. This will be the first time he's heard. He's going to be listening to this like, oh shit. Yeah, he actually has a little bit of rhythm. I'm just busting chops, uh, especially coming from somebody who has two left feet. This guy, yeah, pretty much. But I just like that he would show up in his delivery position. He'd show up clean shaven every single day. <laughs> And then as yeah, soon as he's yeah. as soon as he's on uh, on with the brew team, he starts growing in a beard. Yeah. God, that's and loose. quote quote yeah. beard beard yeah loose terms. I'm sure there's some influence from the guys yeah. that he's working with every day. Yeah, no, he's he's a great addition to our team for sure. Um, but you know, but that that swing though to having more package, you know, going into cans, um, was not really uh, prepared for to be honest with you and. It, it's 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 great that we're fortunate enough to be in a lot of Kroger stores and and our sales teams are crushing it, uh, selling all of our cans out and about. Um, so for us, we ended up right away basically being at max capacity in our production and needing uh, these. Uh, we actually have two new, uh, not two new, but uh, used fermenters from Matry, which were the exact same tanks that we were looking at purchasing pre-pandemic. Uh, so those tanks are now in installed, and they're full of beer right now for our, our first batches into it. Um, what, what did you christen them with? Uh, uh, I guess christen them for us. Since so F, uh, F7, so yeah, they went through a passivation and whatnot, but F7 has you betcha in it, and then F8 has... Uh, also you betcha? <laughs> <laughs> so, so a frosted. It has, an, has, oh, has our yes. new frosted beer. Frosted. Yeah. Frosted. Do we do we want to leak what scent, what kind of frosted is is coming or do we want to surprise everyone? I'll leave it up to you. Yeah, it's peach apricot. Nice. Dude. He's gonna tell him. Nice, dude. It's gonna be I'm so, so pumped about that. When I was a home brewer, peach was always my favorite fruit to brew yeah. with. Yeah, I'm stoked. Yeah, so it's dual, so it's not separate. You know, back in the day, we not back in the day, but a few months ago, we would split our frosted beer yeah, out. Yeah, we'd and cut do, the volume in half yep. and do two different single fruits. This time we add, we we combined it. Yeah, so pretty we did. pumped about that. Yeah, yeah, it'll be good. Uh, JP and I were joking on Wednesday that we should just wrap those two new tanks to look like a you betcha can, oh, and, yeah. and then just always have you betcha. Those <laughs> yeah, that's two. Chase's nightmare, by the way. <laughs> yeah, let's make it not look like stainless steel. Yeah, and right. Let's vinyl yeah. wrap it. <laughs> look at him over I, there. I'm pretty sure his face just almost exploded. I had no issue doing that with grain silos that are outside. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you guys want to spend the money on that, that's fine. With me. <laughs> Noted. Noted. <laughs> Even outdoor fermenters, you know, if we get outdoor fermenters, eh, no, What's sorry, I can't do it. Yeah, can't do it. I, was, I was about to say, what do you mean outdoor yeah, fermenters? Hurt you even thinking? Don't it. pretend like we're going to well, do outdoor when fermenters. We get, when we get tanks outside, oh, we get, well, we're going to have outdoor fermenters. Really? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, right. I didn't think that was up Chase's alley. Oh, it's going to be awesome. What? We're going to have yeah. giant. We're going to have six of them on stilts outside that are super up high with spotlights. S O N D E R, and from seventy one, you'll see it. Can we attach windmills to them? (laughs) Well, we need a seventh though to put that S at the end. Oh, Saunders, Saunders. (laughs) Hey, this is a PSA for all of you listening. We are Saunders Brewing, not Saunders Brewing. I did did have to correct my mom when I first started here. I had to call her. It's just a Midwest thing, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, people people around here call it like Kroger's, you know. Yeah, Uh, Yeah. I mean, my mom does it. My mom she does not say Saunders because I've corrected her so many times. Yeah, she says Kroger's. She says Myers, Walmart's. My parents do the same thing. I I don't. I don't understand, but it's fine. We are not Saunders. Um, I'll only correct you if if we're super duper close. Otherwise, I just kind of nod and go with it. Mm-hmm. I don't correct people, but what I do... This is going to make me sound horrible, but, but, 
what I do is if you're saying Saunders, I will just say Saunder as much as I can in the conversation. <laughs> like you'll love say that. you'll say Saunders and be like, Yeah, I work at Saunder, I love it. Yeah, I, we love being at I'm Saunders. the director of marketing at Saunder. You know, at Saunder we make great beer. Like just overuse Saunders. Oh, it's it's that's better than what I do if if I meet somebody and they're like, Oh Saunders, yeah, it's great. What's your name again? Mike. Oh Mike's. Nice to meet you, Mike. <laughs> He's looking at me like, huh? You're right. That is worse. <laughs> There's no S at the end of my name. Exactly. <laughs> How's it feel, oh, mother- no, no S at the end. Yeah. Good beer name. Yeah. Hmm. We'll add it to the list. No S at the end. All right. I have a couple of questions. Let's end on a, let's end on a fun note here. Um, all right. The first question I have for all of you. So this is completely random, right? There's no, there's no topic here. I just uh, let's, let's let our listeners under the, under the hood here. If if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, I'm pizza. Not, I'm I'm not. Oh, that's fine. I knew your answer. <laughs> Frank, the whole damn town knows your answer. Uh, pizza would be an acceptable answer. You can't give me a style of food like you can't say Chinese or sushi or Mexican. Gotcha. You have to go very like what. By the way, I'm going to make you pick toppings on your pizza. Yeah, I was about to say I, I would straight up just go cheese. Like okay. That's fine with Cheese me. pizza the rest of your life. I get it. That would yeah, not ideal. I would. I, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm here be a quick it. life. I'm, I'm a toppings. <laughs> I'm a toppings guy. But uh, it, it, p- pizza <laughs> might be my answer too. But if I can only pick one topping the rest, of, uh, let me think about this. A part, of me, a part of me wanted to go pepperoni, but I think like I'd just get rid of. Pep- I would. Yeah. I would just get all the pepperoni at yeah. the same time. So yeah. maybe chicken. Whoa. Yeah, fair. Well, yeah. so you can't you can't do anything to it. It's you got to get. So like you could give me sushi, but you're gonna have to pick a sushi roll. You gotta, you've got to – don't give me a style of food. Give me one but it, food. But if you say something like chicken, like am I, do I have the ability to like add stuff to it or is it just Or does that have to be like fried chicken or grilled uh, chicken? Or well, I'm, like, I'm saying pizza with my topping being chicken. Yep. So if you give me chicken, fine. What kind of chicken are you eating the rest of your life? Oh, okay. I'm not going to say chicken. I'm going to say like fatty bluefin tuna. Oh, I do love tuna. That is very You good. might die of mercury poisoning it. Poisoning right. at some you point. Yeah, die of something. I also feel like that would get old. I think that would have to get old, right? Oh, I don't know, man. I love tuna. Granted, everything like, everything uh, we would say would like chicken with pizza on it would, or wow, pizza with chicken on it would get old as well. Chicken but, with pizza on it, though, yeah. I don't hate that idea. <laughs> it's not great, but <laughs> Chad, like Craig, a chicken parm sandwich, basically. Yeah. Uh, I would say some sort of grilled whitefish, so like trout or something. Mm. Mm. Walleye, yeah, yeah. I respect that. Yeah, yeah. Walleye is my favorite freshwater fish. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Uh, my answer. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick with my. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Mine would just be standard uh, beef soft tacos. So from Taco Bell. But you're, <laughs> you're the from you're the Taco poster Bell. boy for Taco Bell. I hate you guys. Taco Bell. If you want to sponsor this podcast, right? Jeez. Uh No free ads. But Taco I just Bell. want one free cheesy goodie crunch and like sold. one for free forever. Like just one. Just just one. That's. Well, I'd like more than that. Okay. I mean, we have listeners. Our podcast is worth more than one free cheesy gordita right. crunch. One every month. Hey, Danny, when you post this podcast, you should tag Taco Bell. Okay. Ooh. I tried to I tried to do that with uh, Jenny's ice cream. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, we got nowhere <laughs> with that. that. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even follow yeah, but, us back. <laughs> but Taco Bell, I mean, I am the poster child for Taco Bell. You were during the uh, shutdown. I, I don't want to say I still am, but I still am. You ate an alarming amount during the shutdown. Though. I really did. We were concerned for you a little bit. I'm still concerned. <laughs> it's, the re- it's the reason I'm trying to be more healthy today. I'm trying to recover from all the Taco Bell I ate for three months. 
or still am eating. But yes, Taco Bell, if you want to be a sponsor of this podcast, you can. You can. Sonder Stories. Just just get at us. Uh, contact us at Sonder Brewing. Yeah. Or I think Danny's given his, his email. Well, contact us technically goes to me as well. So. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yep, there you go. Um, do you have more food questions? I have a food question. Ooh, go for it. Um, so I, Kickball started up. Uh, Last week, so I've been hanging out with my kickball friends again. Uh, and one of the girls we play with brought up the question of if you could have, like, hoses on all on one hand, on all five fingers, <laughs> y- and you would have endless sauce. But those are the only sauces you can ever have. What would they be? So I, I know mine. I'll, I'll start. Oh, or I think I know mine. I could riff this. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm from the Midwest, so i got to go ranch. Okay. Uh, I'm going cane sauce. Oh, I do love cane yeah. sauce. Okay, I'm going ballpark mustard. Oof. Yes. I, love, I love ballpark mustard. I have a mustard variation, but it's yeah, not ballpark. love ballpark mustard. You, yeah, but you, you're from Cleveland. You love the oh, spicy yeah. brown, right? Yeah, so good. Okay, uh, and then ketchup. Just f- I feel oh. like you got to. If I, I, you're fl- like that's like the basic white girl answer. Sure, the flexibility of it you can't beat. And then yeah, I'm kind of a mayo guy, mm. so I'm also going to go mayo. Okay. Do you want to go ahead of me, Chad, or do you want me to go? I can go. So switch this out. This is a great. This is a great. Keep it. Keep in mind question. that. Keep in mind that you're you're stuck with those five. Mm-hmm. You can't. Oh, yeah. You can't dip in any of oh, the yeah. sauces. So, so ranch is out. Blue cheese is in. Yep. Okay. Mm. You're allowed to have your opinion. It's wrong. But I'm, <laughs> uh, no, no, I, I agree with Chad on that one. Me too. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> down, I'm down with ballpark mustard. Oh, dude, ballpark mustard. Um, Danny, I cannot get over how basic your five were. Like, you didn't go exotic with anything. I feel like ballpark mustard's out there a little bit. Get out of here. <laughs> you, picked the fi- you picked, like, the 4th of July yeah. standard American answer. Sure. Okay. I, I'm going to own it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cane sauce out. Zaxby sauce in. Ugh. No, I'm, I'm... I feel like that's, like, about the same. I know, but it's... Yeah. Not. Same, it's, same, different. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not. still the same. Um, it's not. Zaxby's is overrated. Yeah. Ketchup out. Yum yum sauce in. <laughs> I do love yum yum. I respect oh, yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Yum, yum. If you're into Asian food, that's like a no brainer. Yeah. And then Frank's. Ooh, Frank's definitely. Yeah. See, I don't like I don't like hot sauce really, but, but I, that makes a ton of sense. But I see, it. now I've got hot sauce and blue cheese. I can have chicken wings. Mm. Exactly. Yeah, that's fair. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the one that I left out that was a tough one would be like barbecue sauce. Yeah, mine would be my yeah. barbecue sauce, but. I it's, can still make that. But you got, if, yeah. if you've got ketchup, though, you can just That's add true. hot sauce to it. Yep. I mean, yeah. but I mean the way I make ketchup. didn't have hot sauce. Well, the way I he make barbecue. He didn't pick barbe- hot sauce. You didn't have any hot sauce? No. no. Ooh, See, that's what I'm saying. What is what a citizen, right? I'm kind of I'm bland. That's mm. all right. Do you have yours, Chase, or do you want me to go? Yeah, they're I mean, all cheese. <laughs> <laughs> cheese whiz. Cheese whiz. Melted cheese. Mexican queso. queso. Yeah, queso. I don't like like the nacho cheese, actually. I like chihuahua cheese, so... Yeah, I, I would do uh, ketchup, mayonnaise. Um, uh, there's a local hot sauce called Sweet Magna, Magma, Magma. Yeah, that you I like talked about this earlier. I couldn't, I couldn't find it online. Yeah, I, I searched it as well. Not very where'd you intense. have it? I, I bought it. Didn't you buy somewhere it somewhere locally? You said you, said you got Foods it at Finley maybe? Market. I thought. Yeah, Finley Market. Maybe. All right, if you yeah. can help me get yeah. some of this, it's, I would love to try. It's super it. good. I, I've been planning a visit to Finley Market soon, so I'll take a look. Yeah. Um, so I got mayonnaise, hot sauce, uh, ketchup. ketchup. Um, I'd go with probably with Chihuahua cheese because that's is cause that a sauce? It is. So it, yeah, I mean it's it's a thicker sauce, but it would it would it would okay. It would you can pump it through a, a, a diaphragm the, pump. The, the definition <laughs> the definition that I took is like 
if it can be <laughs> if the container can be a squeezed yeah, bottle yeah. of it, yeah, then that counts. <laughs> That's how I judge my <laughs> my, my sauce uh, you're, you're viscosity. Spot, you're spot on. I'm here for it. Uh, that's four. Um, I gotta go with blue cheese. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, is w- maple syrup a sauce? I would argue yes. I also would argue for, yes. for, the, for the sake of this conversation. <laughs> I, I would, would argue yes, <laughs> which might make me change my. What, what, so what, soy, soy uh, sauce would be one as well. Yeah, soy sauce for sure. All right, here's my five. Okay. Uh, blue cheese as well. Uh, honey mustard. Oh yeah. Mayo. Frank's. And then my fifth would be Carolina Gold barbecue sauce. Ooh, mm-hmm. good call. I can put that on anything. Good call. Carolina Gold barbecue. And then if I had an honorable mention, number six, uh, it would be the <laughs> Panda Express orange <laughs> orange <laughs> chicken sauce. Fair enough. I love that stuff because then I can put that on pancakes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's as much sugar in that as there is in pancakes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. That's a good question. Yeah, it was like good. It was a little uh, like party question yeah. that she brought up. Mm. I liked it. All right. My last question would be, if somebody told you you had to go quarantine for two weeks by yourself, but you had to get away, you had to go, let's, let's just put a number on it. We'll put 100 miles, at least 100 miles from where you are today, and it could be anywhere. 14, 14 days by yourself. Where are you going? Canada. Like just like a city? It, it, yes. Whatever whatever you want to say. You want me to give you an answer to make it easier? Yeah. So I would. I grew up going to Dale Hollow Lake. So we would have a houseboat down there growing up and jet skis, speedboats, whatever, right? I would, go, I would go throw a hammock or a tent or I'd rent a houseboat or I would do something and I would just stay on a houseboat on a lake for 14 days. And you can't have a bad time on a jet ski either. Exactly. Yeah. Try, to, try to frown on a jet ski. Impossible. You can't. <laughs> I would probably go to Hocking Hills. Okay. Mm. Uh, That's not 100 miles, but I'll accept it. No, it's within 100 miles. No, over. You have to go more than 100 miles. Oh, oh, that's wildly different. I thought you said within. Like another, an honorable mention for me would be like going uh, to somewhere where I could just ski in, ski out for 14 days. That'd be awesome. That'd be cool. Yeah, Switzerland, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Because it's not pick your favorite city. No, no, no. It's what you you want to do for 14 days, but you're by yourself. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'd, I'd probably go to Charlotte, North Carolina. Why? Disc golf mecca. Okay. They nice. have like a, nice. they have like Love it. it's. I knew your answer would be something like that. Yeah, because that would that would be my activity of choice. Right. If I have to like be by myself for fourteen days, and they just have a crap ton of awesome courses, beer would be good as well. Food would be good. So All yeah. Right. Chase, uh, go somewhere in Canada. Just what, like, like just fishing on a lake, hiking. fishing, hiking. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I feel beer. You. Just ice. I mean, uh, you know what I really wanted to it's easy to be isolated in Canada. That's true. There's a lot of land that's mm-hmm. nothing up there. Uh, it's beautiful though. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's so yeah. beautiful. I, I my bucket on my bucket list, uh, right in line with my theme of ski and ski out. I really want to go to Whistler one day. Yeah, I really want to go to Whistler and go skiing out there. Fun. Um, yeah, that's all I've got. Uh, is there anything else you guys want? Chad didn't answer. Oh, he didn't. You're right. Uh, mine would be kind of similar to both somewhere where i could go and kind of golf one day fish the next day golf one day fish the next day so probably mm. like along the robert trent jones golf trail through alabama and That'd just be rad just kind of drive up and down the nice. state fish golf fish golf would nice. probably be my 
choice. I feel that. I think golf is such a social sport for me because it's because I'm horrible at it. But I'm the same. Yeah, I enjoy it. Uh, I'm also not great at it. I would do it, but I, I don't enjoy myself. it by myself. Yeah. I just don't. It's funny. I would never find myself ball golfing by myself, but like disc golfing by myself is so much fun. Mm. I love it. What's the difference? Well, I'm just not very good at ball golf. One's a ball. Yeah. I realized right, right away. I know the difference between the sports. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think at this point we should probably wrap it up. <laughs> it, it was good to be back. It was good to be back. Thank you, guys. Uh, this was fun, as always. Thank all of you for listening. Um, we'll be back next week. Yeah, uh, we'll be more regular about this. Yep, yep. Uh, we, we've said that before, but I feel more confident about it now. For sure. Uh, we've got a, we've got our full team back, and we're a bit more comfortable in yeah. the plus, jobs we've got. Plus, we've got some on. new equipment to test out. That too. So. Uh, we've got some stories coming up. We're going to do some stories on some of our team members that we haven't talked about. We also want to talk. We want to tell the story about our seltzer. We want to tell everyone sure. what makes ours different, why it's good, uh, what our plans for that are in the future. Uh, sequel, for those of you that haven't tried it. Um, it's in just about every retail location outside of big box stores yep. and, and Kroger. Um, Chad and Daniel's team have done a great job selling that. Have in. we ever done a record hop podcast? Uh, I don't think we ever did. No, um, I no. guess, so I we, guess we can do that one at any point. Yeah. So we need to talk through record hop a little bit. We need to talk about Bella. Um, yeah. Bella was a blast, um, which, uh, yeah. And, and hopefully we can get, uh, we can get, Bella on the podcast would be, would be cool just be to sweet. say hi. Um, certainly not here for all of it. Um, but, <laughs> uh, yeah, so we, we, we've got a lot to do. We've got uh, our collaboration with Kings Island coming up that we can talk about. Yeah, so right. we, we've got a lot of podcasts to talk through. We have our Oktoberfest coming out. Uh, did we do we that did. last year? Yeah. Uh, I think we did do that last year. We did, yeah. yeah. Um, which we can, which is, is relevant to re-talk about. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, so yeah, there's a, there's a lot we can do, um, and we're excited about. Uh, I think we want to. I think we want to uh, talk more about Midwest Haze, which has become a runner for us now. It's a year round beer. Uh, that that was one of our first podcasts we ever did, and so mm-hmm. uh, we want to talk more about that a little bit. So um, lots to talk about. Not a lot of time to do it, um, but thank you all, and uh, cheers, guys. Cheers. cheers.